Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. As a parent with kids in college, you know, they never check in unless there's something really, really wrong. I got a call from my son yesterday afternoon, and I had to leave immediately. I'll tell you what that was all about coming up a little bit later on in the podcast. Here we go. I'm doing wonderful. How's everyone there? We're great. Uh, Cats eating brownies that aren't hers, and uh, we're lining up a ton of people that want to talk to you right away. Like We had people in line to talk to you 15, 20 minutes ago, so without further ado, if you're ready to start tackling some of these readings, we should get popping. All right. uh, Michelle was first. She called at about 3 o'clock this morning and said, I'll wait for (laughs) four and a half hours to talk to Kim, and so we said, all right, Michelle, you're first. What is your uh, question for Psychic Kim? Um, hi, Kim. Um, I had a question. Um, I'm 52. I'm in a relationship with a guy that um, I went to high school with. I've been married, divorced, other relationships. They were very abusive. Um, but this guy, I feel, is like my soulmate. And I wanted to know uh, what you see as my future with him? Uh, I hear fun. Um, I, I feel very lighthearted with him um, and you. It's, it's not meant to be anything super serious. It's meant to for you to actually find you and for him to be him. And there's no judgment. There's more so like that playful batter back and forth. It's really, really fun. Um, yeah, you guys are supposed to be together. You're correct. You're feeling the, the right energies. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. In the background, I don't know who this is. Um, it's not one of your spirit guides, but somebody in the background behind you said, just don't screw this one up. What? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, um, that's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, you're, you're good. Yep, keep going with it. Just have fun. Don't make everything serious. Just have fun with it, and it'll be good. Yeah. Okay. Don't screw it up. Oh, Michelle, don't screw this up. <laughs> Do you guys ever think that sometimes there is too much pressure when people start thinking about marriage and, and stuff like that? That puts just too much pressure on a relationship? Sometimes. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, let's see who else wants to talk. Uh, it's Katie. Hi, Katie. How you feeling today? I'm good. Good. Uh, we're great, too. Thanks for asking. Uh, what would you like to ask Psychic Kim? Yeah. Um, so recently I just got kind of surprised with like a, um, my child's father wanting basically full custody. And I just, I just want to see like what you think, if it's going to stay that we share the time or if he's going to end up moving with his dad. Oh, um, okay. There's, there's something that's leaning me more towards he might get a little bit more custody than you. I'm not seeing full custody, but I hear 75-25. So I don't know what happens, the reason why, but I do feel like your your child's going to go more with your ex than you, unfortunately. Oh, (coughs) that hurts in my chest. Chest is where we feel a lot of our sorrow, um, grieving losses at our heart space, and it it hurts, Um, but... There, there. I hear it's going to be a blessing in disguise for you. Um, things are actually going to work out a little bit better than what you had anticipated. That doesn't mean that you get your that it's going to stay fifty fifty. But I hear seventy five twenty five. 
but you got to trust in the process. And I still feel like you need to say the reason why he needs to stay with you. I, th- I feel like you need to do a little bit of um, standing your ground. I don't hear fight. I hear standing your ground, stating the reason why he needs to be with you. But I do feel like there's going to be a pull to go toward, a little bit more towards him. I know this is kind of a personal question, but why would he get more custody? Like, that's not that's not normal. Um, well, in the past, that's when I, like, had a struggle with, like, addiction. Okay. But I'm two years clean now. So. That's amazing. Do well, not let this... Sometimes dog. people would take this moment and lean back on their vices to get them through a time like this. You got to keep your eye on the prize, okay? And and yep. you're I not will. always going to be penalized for your past. So you got this, okay? Thank you. All right, hang in there, Katie. We appreciate yep. you. This is, a, is this a business you and your wife had and you basically just got ripped off? Uh, yeah, business we had together, and it was a business associate that was embezzling, and we found out. Uh, we, yeah, we found out about it. So what do you want to ask him? What are you hoping yeah. to find out today? So I'm hoping to find out, uh, first, is this person that did this going to get what they have coming to them? And also, is there a chance that we're going to see some, any, all that money come back? Okay, so let's start with, uh, first off, are they going to be penalized for ripping Mr. Big Stuff off here, Kim? Yes. Um, I do feel like there's a lot of court paperwork that all this legal stuff is popping up in my head right away. So I know that you're going to have to do a lot of work, um, lies, showing evidence, proof, all that. Yes, he's going to Yes, going to get what's coming to him. But I don't see money coming back. Oh, no. Uh, Right. So I I feel like um, I'm, like, showing a huge loss. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, You're not not wrong. loss in the business. (laughs) Did you you have an instinct about this guy at all before you got into Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yes, I I did. And, uh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> wow, and you still went with him to work with him? Uh, wasn't my choice. Okay. Mm. Mm. Can you ballpark how much money this dude juiced from you? What does it rhyme with? Uh, <laughs> I'll just say upper six figures. <laughs> Holy oh, Anna. Yeah. Upper, upper six yeah. figures. That hurts my stomach. Yeah. Uh, yep. All right, well, so apparently he's going to the joint, yep. but you're not getting any of your money back. <laughs> Well, I figure uh, yeah. the money's gone, but uh, as long as they get what they have coming to them, I'm gonna, I'm gonna laugh my way right behind them, and I'm gonna wave as they get walked in there. So it'll be great. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, yep. don't do anything petty. <laughs> All right. So hey, don't troll well, him no, through no. letters in prison or anything. <laughs> don't send him fake crowbars. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. We appreciate you. Sorry for the bummer news, but it is what it is. Um, hi, Sam. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? We're great. Thanks for asking. Uh, what do you want to talk about with Psychic Kim? This has to do with your finances? Um, yeah. So I had called, I had talked to Psychic Kim earlier this year or late last year and asked about how, you know, the upcoming year was going to go and whatever, mm-hmm. and it wasn't looking great. Um, at this point now, I have changed jobs and I don't know, I'm doing. Yep. More stuff. So I'm just kind of wondering outlook on that. You're on an uphill. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> you're on. <laughs> yeah, I see the, like, the horizon is 
there, like I could see the horizon. If I see that, that means like, okay, I'm looking for the future. I'm, I'm getting excited. Like it's looking pretty. Um, there's still like you're going uphill, so you're still working. I like that. You're not giving the word giving up. It's like you're not giving up. Um, yeah. I do feel like you still need to be cautious. They're showing me cautious on money management. Where money is going, how you're spending it. So I don't feel like I can go to the store and spend like thousands of dollars for Christmas and I like, just be ooh, willy-nilly. They're like, they're not showing me that, but I do feel like I can breathe easier and it's it's on the uphill. They're like, keep trusting yourself. That's the main thing. You need to trust yourself. You need to believe in yourself. Once you trust and believe in yourself that you can like accomplish anything you set your mind towards, it will happen. But as soon as you start doubting yourself, that's when things are going to shift again. So a lot of mindset. Sure. All right, okay. All right Sam. Yeah. Good stuff in well, 24. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Have a great morning. Thanks for checking in. we got time for one more real quick. It's Darian. Hey, Darian. How you feeling? Good. How are you? Good. Thanks for asking. How many babies you got so far? Three. Three. And uh, <laughs> you're, you're telling me you're thinking about another one? Is that what's going on here? Yeah. Because right. you're not, you're not broke, babies. tired, and just beat up enough. You still want another child, huh? It's all worth it. Oh, wow. <laughs> I will debate that, but yeah. what's your question for Psychic Kim? Just, I guess, curious on if another baby is in the cards for our family. Yes. Whoa, that was quick. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yep. Honestly, before you even asked the question, I was here at three then four. And I was like, what does this three then four mean? That, yep. In the cards, have you had, oh. like, infertility in the past? Um, I had a miscarriage, okay. like, six years ago. And, I, I mean, I've had another child since then. But it's just always in the back of my head. I'm like, you know, oh, yeah. is that yeah. going to sure. happen again or what? So, and my spouse no. is really, really wanting Good. another one. And I'm really wanting another one. But I just timing and just everything just wondering if it's going to happen at all so yeah is it the smell the baby smell because they have that as a scented candle (laughs) and that would suffice (laughs) for me (laughs) i would just get or just look for a niece or nephew around you know what i mean or just uh you know yeah nobody in my family pop into it they're leaving it all Bingo! Last week, someone lost an eye at bingo. Bingo! Bingo what bingo? Bingo! Bingo! Okay, so to make this fair, the phones have just been put on hold. Don't call until you hear both of the scenarios. Cat's looking this morning for the first person to call who... Who had to set up a GoFundMe for themselves or an immediate family member. If you're watching Home Alone, it's on all day, every day. Uh, But the the fake Santa that he goes to ask for his family back. Can I talk to you for a minute? Yeah, if you make it quick, Santa's got a little get-together he's late for. Okay. I know you're not the real Santa Claus. What makes you say that? I'm old enough to know how it works. All right. But I also know that you work for him. I'd like you to give him a message. Shoot. Would you please tell him that instead of presents this year, I just want my family back. See what I can do. I know that All guy. Right. So that's Ken Hudson Campbell. He's been in a lot of movies, but he has a GoFundMe right now. He has a huge tumor in his mouth and he had no. jawbone surgery yesterday. Uh, it's cancerous. And so he is going to have to go through some treatments and stuff like that. But he has a GoFundMe. It's at 85000 out of 100000
Yeah, he's in a lot of movies. Yeah. Uh, all right. So yours is anyone listening who has had a GoFundMe set up for them. Or, or set up for set like up. an immediate family member, like a son, daughter, husband, wife. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, mine is anyone listening who has somewhere on the internet, if we desire to go look for it, your bits and pieces. Oh. You have an OnlyFans. You have done some modeling for this. Somebody uploaded a picture or a video of you. Mm-hmm. You just know that as you wake up today, if we had to do a hardcore search for you on the internet, we could see your junk. We could see what your doctor sees. Ben, you're the first caller through. Who gets the bingo, Cat or myself? Uh, God willing, it's going to be Cat. Okay, today. good. I was kind of like, I was uninterested in your naughty bits and pieces floating around there. So uh, tell us about the OnlyFans. Or no. I, tell um, it's on my brain now. Tell us about the uh, GoFundMe. I hope it's not an OnlyFans for my wife. Um, a couple of years ago, we had a six-month-old, and she was diagnosed. My wife was diagnosed with breast cancer. Oh my oh, god! Man. So, and so she had to quit working, and while she quit working, we were living off this GoFundMe, and it was like down to the wire, perfect. Everybody, we have a really good group of friends and family around us, and everybody was so kind and generous and helped us out, and it was like. Our GoFundMe ran out as she got hired at a job. Wow. When she was like one year clean to clean. How is yeah. she now? It was just, she's awesome. Um, we're like a year and a half cancer free. She's working, I don't know if I can say this on the radio, as an RN in the NICU. Okay. I'm sure you can. Yeah. I mean, she's doing great work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, got a new house in April and we're happier than ever, healthier than ever. Well, I'm so excited that that resource was available to you, that somebody thought of GoFundMe a long time ago because it really does change lives. How mad do you get when somebody leaves their garage door open and all their band and DJ equipment gets stolen and then they create a GoFundMe for themselves? I'm like, really? You, oh, yeah. you didn't put the garage door down, you dummy? Hey, I understand. You, I know, you... and we didn't. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 finish. Um. It was our friend Blair. Um, so big shout out to our friend Blair. She organized a couple of um, fundraisers for us and a GoFundMe, and it really, it wow. really saved our lives. And I think this is what GoFundMe's are are, are made for. Yeah. Like uh, life threw you guys a curveball, and it was an unprecedented situation. It's very difficult to even prepare for something like this. But was there ever a moment where you were like? your pride was almost too big to accept somebody else's money? Or did you know that this is just the way we've got to go to make sure we can get to the next point? Um, that was really what we considered our only option. We And also you're kind of like in – it was like the day before Thanksgiving, she had a tumor on her chest. It looked like a pacemaker. It was like a fish. Wow. And we were like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? Um, am I going to lose my wife with an eight-month-old? Like we're just losing our minds and yeah. Yeah, everything – Luckily, work. Knock on wood. We're kind of lucky. People stuff just happens to work out for us. And this, yeah, it was like I said, it was down to the month. Amazing. Perfect. On Friday's live show, we're going to give you two chances at winning five hundred dollars cash. First one at seven twenty-four. Second one at nine oh nine. Plus, you know, Fridays are always just a party in here. So plan on joining the live show. Let's get you back into the podcast right now, though. Hey, it's Kat and JJ. OPP this morning is other people's problems, and this is what's going on in Tristan's life. My wife is pushing me to get a second job, and I already work 40 hours a week. She wants me to help my brother-in-law out with his yard and plow service, and, you know, I just want to relax. I'm feeling this guy. There's something that we're not being privileged to here as far as information he, goes. He said, why don't you get a second job? And she's like, excuse you, sir? So what's the reason? Does she want him gone? I feel like, right. That's my first thought is that she just doesn't want him around anymore and she wants more money. I don't know this lady, 
So I don't want to, you know, yeah, uh, I don't want to paint her into that picture. But I mean, who doesn't want more money? But also your spouse works very hard during the week and wants to appreciate his family and time with his family. That that means a lot because there are a lot of guys that don't want to do that. So, Brianna, what are we missing here? What are we not seeing? Um, I'm not sure on that. And I just know coming from somebody who has a big family and my fiance works very, very hard. I'm a stay-at-home mom. I just recently got my own job to mm-hmm. help out with finances. But if he works 40 hours, let him rest yeah. and spend time with his family. And if the brother-in-law needs help, like you said, work when you can. Yeah. If you feel like it. But I don't, I don't think forcing him or it being a problem should be an issue. And, and there, so there's got to be something else maybe going on. How would your fiancé react if he came home today and you were like... Babe, you got to get a second job. We need some more money. Would he just roll his eyes or would he go and do it? Probably how that guy felt. You get a second job. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. And then what would you say? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're the best. I would have an issue. Yeah. I guess. So I, I, I feel for that guy, you know. Do you he feel like maybe there is a, a money issue? Do you feel like maybe... Like he says, as far as I know, our finances are fine. A lot of guys don't know what is in their bank account. JJ couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you if I have a dollar or a million. I could tell you down That's to the what penny. I thought. Maybe, maybe she's doing overspending. I don't know. You know. Yeah. That's what, when it comes to telling fart jokes at parties. That's what I do. My wife is in finance. That's what she does. We understand which lane we're on, and and that's what we do. Thanks, Brianna. I really appreciate your call this morning. I can say for one more real quick. Hi, Dominique. Morning. How you feeling? I'm pretty good. How are you? Great. Thank you for asking. What are we missing here? What's the angle? Um, I agree with what Kat said. And like, maybe he he maybe the brother really does need the help. Working sometimes would be okay, but I would just offer somebody else. Like, I can tell some friends about it, but and I don't think I should have to get a second job. Especially if you're not willing to get a second job. Yeah, Do you I think keep going that back she to that. offered his services, like what she, what Trisha did with you, volunteered yeah. you to do something? Do My you wife think does that, this every single day now in her life. It's fun for her <laughs> to offer up me volunteering to do something. Maybe she was like, oh my God, no problem. Tristan will totally help you plow all winter. And now she's enough. And now she can't like take it back, but doesn't sound like he's on board. Yeah, it probably was the wife. Just like, oh, yeah, no, I'll tell him. I'll, I'll let him know. I'll let him know that you need the help. Yeah. He, he should be fine with it. And I hope My that's it. I hope that's it and not money problems. Yeah, I hope she hasn't run up some crazy mm-hmm. online gambling monies kind of thing or her mm-hmm. Amazon account is crazy with a new credit card or something. So, hey, Dominique, appreciate your thoughts. I hope you have a great morning today, all right? You too. Enjoy the rest of your day. You, you too. too. Last night, I, I mean... How do I set this up the right way? When you get to a certain point in your life, and I didn't realize this, that I was exactly the same way, man. I probably never, I called my parents once a week when I was in college. Yeah. And usually it was to check in, say hi. Most of the time it was asked for money or food or, you know, put some, uh, put some money back in my account or help pay a student loan or something like that. But last night I get a call from my son, who's a senior in college, and he's like, this is the hardest week of his life because he's got to get everything done this week. And then all of a sudden they'll go on holiday break and then he's got one semester left and it's just polishing off 
little to do's, right? And then, and then gra- it's real and life. Graduate in the spring, right? And then he's off to a big boy job and everything like that. So when he calls, and if it's like, if he needs money, he calls my wife, she'll wire him money, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or say, um, I'm going to take this from your savings account, we'll throw it into this or whatever. But when he calls me, it's usually because he needs someone to like bail him out of some kind of trouble or give him some advice because something went wrong. So I'm standing there. I let the dog out. My phone rings. I look down at my watch. I, oh, God. I go, Peyton, what's wrong? And he goes, hey, I need your help. Uh-oh. And I'm like, oh, what what happened? What'd you do? And he goes, uh, how soon do you think you could get here? And immediately I'm thinking, uh-uh. he's in jail. And I go, what do you need? And he goes, uh, we bought a bar at Savers and it won't fit in my car. A bar? I go, you bought a bar? Like a corner bar? Like we bought a bar top, a bar. Oh. It won't fit in my car. Can you can we use your truck? I go, well, yeah, for sure. So I run over there and I, mm-hmm. I whatever. And uh, and they buy this bar for $12. We did this stuff all the time. I am living so crazy vicariously through my son right now, who is literally walking exactly my path, but just smarter and better. Mm-hmm. And it's like watching a whole movie. When I get a call from him and he goes, hey, I found a $12 bar. We installed it last night. Me and my idiot college friends did this kind of stuff all the time. I tried to be Carrie from Sex in the City like so badly, but then like that's expensive. And when I moved to the city from my parents' house, lasted about seven months. And I was just like so dumb with my money. Uh, but I had like the best clothes, the best shoes. There is a, a certain humble feeling about third generation couches, $12 bars. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but that's still stuck in me. Yeah. Like there is still something about me. I drove past a couch on the street yesterday that was on the corner and I slowed down. I don't need another couch. No. It was full of snow and everything else. <laughs> and I slowed down and gave it a thought. If I didn't have somewhere I needed to be almost immediately, I would have at least gotten out and taken a look at it. You're there. You're there. I'm stuck With there. your grass-stained white orthopedic shoes, you would have gone out there I'm to check out the cushion. stuck at 19 years old, and oh, I don't wow. know how to get out of here. Put it in the back of my truck, yeah. and I'd have brought it home. My wife would have said, what the hell are you doing? I said, hey. Just a little leather reconditioning on this thing, and it'd be good to go. Let's put it on the back patio. (laughs) We got nowhere to put something like that. Headed to Mexico in three months, not even. A little over three months. Three months and a week. So it'll be, what, uh, 13 weeks. We will be on the beach. Now, uh, my wife and I have already said, maybe a massage. Otherwise, this is straight up smoking cigars by the pool and just not doing a damn thing vacation. I love that. And I'm really, really into it. You guys doing any uh, excursions or anything going to hit the ocean? I'm excited to walk down to the lagoon. I think that is the extent of my ocean situation. Uh, Last time I went in the ocean, I kind of swore it off. I was like, no way am I going back? We went out to this. um, It was like, it looked like an oil rig, but this guy who was a billionaire, he was funding this visionary out there that decided to explore the ocean, see if we can go beyond or whatever. And I thought it was a really cool excursion to go on. Um, as we were getting a tour, the the billionaire actually showed up. It was crazy. He looked a lot like Dwight from The Office. It was weird. <laughs> I'm like, you look a lot like Dwight. And while we were there, 
you could go through these tubes where you're surrounded by water and you can see these huge whales. There was actually a mom whale and a baby whale. And, um, and then as we were exploring one night, we saw that the baby whale was like kind of trying to get our attention Uh and she's never away from the mama whale. So it was really weird. And then all of a sudden the head of her mom came floating by popped off and they were like, that is a clean bite on the head of that whale. Oh my God. Who could have, what could have done that? And they said, one of the guys like under his breath was like, no way. There's no way. And Derek's like, what? And he goes, there's rumors that a Megalodon is in these waters. And that's kind of why we're out here. I'm like that. We got to get a helicopter out here to get me out of here. You know how scared I would be. 75 foot long prehistoric shark swimming around me. No, thank you. Hold on. Before I call BS on this. Good morning. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. Good. What's uh, up? Is cat cat talking about the Meg? All right, fine. Is that it? Yeah. Have you watched this? Liam and I watched the Meg and Meg Two all in one day. That is, those are great I, movies. My girlfriend loves those movies, and we just watched the first one last night. Yes. The game is Drunk Adults or Little Kid. It's a very simple, uh, quick rendition this morning. What's about to happen is I'm going to give you an example of one of our listeners. Who did something kind of offbeat? And you've got to tell me whether or not it happened as a drunk adult or a little kid. We'll give you three examples. You get two out of three right. You're walking away with some sweet playhouse sway. You ready to rock? Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, this is Miss Annabelle. I had a three-minute conversation with a mannequin thinking it was a real person. <laughs> okay. Um, is that a drunk adult or little kid moment? Three-minute mannequin conversation. I'm going to go with a uh, drunk adult. Cat, what are you went with here? I'm going to go with drunk adult. I would have went little kid. I think little kids can look up and just babble all the time. Annabelle, drunk adult or little kid? I was a very drunk adult hey! during my spring break in Key West, and it was also my 21st birthday. Okay. Um, we had all been on Duval all day, and then when we got back to our hotel, I really wanted to have some champagne brought to our room just to celebrate. So I put in my order and I asked how many bottles we could get and the price and all that. I then had a conversation about what brand to get. It was then that my friend came up to me and she was like, who are you talking to? And that was when I realized that I gave my champagne order to a mannequin in a tacky Hawaiian shirt. (laughs) All right. One for one, Mark. One more makes you a winner. Let's talk to Kelly this morning. Drunk adults, a little kid moment. What happened, Kelly? I pooped. In a long line at Disney. Oh, is there anything worse than being in the line for Space Mountain and feeling the need? Yeah. So I remember when I was 19, I was working in Fargo and I was surrounded by all these like middle-aged men and they were telling stories about how they poop their pants. And I'm like, oh my God, adults do that. Now as an adult, Fast forward. I realize that it can happen. All right. So Mark, drunk adult or little kid pooped in line at Disney World. Did Kelly do that as a drunk adult or a little kid? Um, I'm going to say little kid. Okay. I'm going to say drunk adult. I would have went drunk adult on this one, but it's hard. To, it, it's so expensive to get drunk at Disney. Like, Not it, it, if you bring it, your it, own stuff in your how sock. How do you even get in your sock? <laughs> You're killing me. Uh, Kelly, drunk adult or little kid moment here. I was only seven years old. Oh, and hey. Expedition Everest had just opened at Animal Kingdom. 
and I had to poop really bad, but my mom wouldn't get out of line to take me since we'd already been in line for a really long time. Sure. So she just had me poop on the ground. Oh, <laughs> my God. She did clean it up with my brother's shirt and then threw it away. Oh, my God. We still have the photo of my shirtless brother on the ride and laugh about it, and I heard your conversation the other day about people pooping in line at yep. Disney, and I just, I had to send this in. You know, <laughs> Thank vacation, you. vacation, like, tragedies like that, they are the best stories to tell later on, like when Liam just loaded Derek down with barf, and I had to go buy two $100 oh. Star Trek shirts or Star Wars shirts because they were the only ones available. You can have a perfect vacation with yeah. your family, and you never get to retell those stories, but if you poop in the line at Space Mountain... You get to retell that story all the time, and people care about it. The Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.